Welcome to the Crystal Clear Podcast. It is a great day in Texas, and today I get to share with you about parent-led education. Uh, This is one of my favorite things to talk about, so I'll be sharing information with you straight out of my new book. It will be out in January in just a few short weeks. Uh, It is called Liberated Learning, and I am so very excited to get this information out to you. Um, It's all about parent-led and mentor-led education. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Crystal Stafford, and I am a wife, I'm a mom of six children, I'm a teacher, and I'm a writer. And so today, as I said, we're going to be talking about parent-led education. And so um, I would be happy to answer any questions that you have if you would like to email them to me, or if you would like to contact me through the podcast, um, you're welcome to do so. So um, from chapter one of my book, the book is called Liberated Learning. Uh, We talk about what education is and what parent-led education is and what it looks like. So I'm going to read to you uh, from some of these points today and give you a feel for some of what chapter one is about. And then in the future podcasts, We will be talking about other parts of the book as well, um, because it's a very important thing for us to discuss this idea of parental authority in education and the parent's choice to decide what the child learns and the way that they go about learning it. Um, It's not up to the state to decide what children learn. It's the parents who have the supreme authority to choose what is right and best for their child. So, as we know, with regard to education or what we learn, the walls of the building do not determine what we learn. It does not determine the education that we receive. So, just because a person steps into a school building does not mean that they become educated. We all know that's true because we know a lot of people, ourselves personally, who went to school with us and they really didn't learn very much or they didn't learn a lot from being there. Um, so the fact that stepping into a building does not mean that you become educated is very similar to what people used to say when I was growing up, which was going into a garage does not make you a car. Uh, walking into a church doesn't make you a follower of God. Um, walking into a school does not make you a student or make you educated just because you're there doesn't give you the education. So this brings the question to mind, what does determine education? And the answer is the mentor and the student. If a mentor is present, a student can learn in any setting. It can be outside. Nature is an amazing classroom. It can be in a house or an office or a park. It is not the setting that matters. It is the people that matter. So education comes through people. It does not come through buildings. We must reset our thinking in this regard. We must liberate our learning. So education that's a private education or a micro education is what home education is. Parent-led education is equivalent to a private school or a private tutorship. So for you, what would come to mind when you hear the word homeschool? Most people have a wrong idea, uh, a preconceived notion of what they think homeschooling is all about. And that is what I want to shift in talking with you today. 
The first thing that I want you to know is that there is no such thing as one way to educate. Homeschooling or parent-led education is not some heavy-weighted Olympic sport that's only suitable for Wonder Woman. No, it's not for a few people. It's not for special people because there are no super women. There are no super humans. In fact, once you become familiar with what a parent-led education is and how it's done, you will probably think just about anybody could do this. So starting with my own story, I will show you that you can choose a different way. You don't have to be like everybody else. People homeschool for many, many different reasons. They have different kinds of families. They have different methods. They have different strengths and goals. And I want you to see that there is room for creativity, variety, individuality in this space of parent-led education. There is freedom to choose what is best for you and what is best for your children. So let's talk about what we mean when we say parent-led education, when we say home school. So the question is, what is a home school? A home school is any place of learning that could be a home or any place where learning happens other than a school building. It is learning everywhere because our constitution in America is based upon the idea of individual liberty, private property, freedom derived from the creator, not from the state. It makes sense that it is legal in all 50 states to educate your child as you see fit as the parent. There are millions of children that homeschool in the United States and this number increases every year. And this is understandable because with the growing number of parents that are no longer satisfied with the state of their local school, there are school boards who no longer listen to the parents. There is curriculum that includes teaching and pushing hardcore sexual content, which is wrongful onto young children. There are mandates that parents do not want in the schools. I have heard from many of these parents myself, and they have valid concerns, and they have plenty of reasons that they seek for alternative paths of education. Um, Many of them say that the mandates have become unbearable and that they're not even constitutional, and they are correct. Um, Some people educate their kids at home while other people use a facility like a community center, a business, a church, some type of building, and they create a co-op that is organized by the parents and it's led by the parents. So a co-op is one option for parent-led education that many people <clears throat> many people use this option because they don't want to do it all themselves. So a co-op is a cooperative co-op word is short for cooperative, group of families, similar ideals who share the load of education. They are adults who are educated in one area and they'll teach a class on that topic. And then the other parents will teach other classes depending on what they are knowledgeable about. So they volunteer in the co-op to teach something that they know a lot about, something that they're good at. So there are many ways to educate a child as you will see In these future podcasts, I'm going to do a series starting with this one on parent-led education, 
And all the information can be found in the book <clears throat> that I just completed. And that will be coming out on Amazon. It'll be a Kindle ebook and it will be also a printable book called Liberated Learning. You can get it on um, Amazon itself. And I will make sure to announce that whenever it comes in about five weeks. So the next question is, what is not a homeschool? Well, for me, I don't stand up in front of my kids at a chalkboard with all the desks facing me as a leader and recite memory work, and they do not sit at a desk for most of the eight hours of a day. If that is your idea of school, if that is what you came from, um, that's not what we do. And it might take you some adjusting to new ideas, but learning can happen. <clears throat> learning can happen in thousands of ways outside of a desk. In fact, many children learn best when they can choose their own place where they are comfortable and they're in their own space. But more on that later. We will talk about that in great detail. So just some notes for you on the state-by-state -state regulations, um, if you're curious about that. I live in the United States, and here I live in Texas in particular, but different states have different various regulation. Some states like mine, Texas, have no regulation and no reporting to anyone. It is totally parent-led, and there is a freedom here that is very uncommon in other places. So Texas is a great place to home educate. It's totally up to the parents to decide what they want to include in the content of their child's education in Texas. Other states have different levels of freedom in regard to parental authority and homeschooling, but you can find your state's requirements at a very, very valuable website. And the name of it is, get your pen out if you wanna know, it's called hslda.org. That is, stands for Homeschool Legal Defense Association. That's hslda.org. And it's a great idea to become a member while you're there on the website because HSLDA will represent legally any homeschool family who needs legal help. Not only that, but the website is an incredible place to find everything you need for homeschool and to get you started and to keep you going. They have all the information that you need there. So you'll have access to everything you need and you'll also have a legal defense team for home education and it's only $12 per month. That is um, a very good deal uh, for what they offer you. Hop on there and see if you can actually uh, understand how much content and how much value is on their website. Um, to me, <clears throat> it's worth than far more than $12 a month, but that is a great price. So that's my suggestion on that. Um, but when you want to learn about homeschooling and get some information on beginning, you can definitely go to HSLDA. So if you want to find out specific law or requirements for your state, go to the same website. And then on the menu bar, you'll see a tab for that says the word legal. You click on that tab and then you will see another word that says state homeschool laws. <clears throat> there you will see a map of the United States along with a list under that with names of all the states. And you can click on your state that you live in or you can click on the name and it'll give you a, coded, a color coded map to show if your state is low 
medium, or high in regulations of homeschool. Texas has no regulation that equates to parental freedom and choice. There are only five states which have high, heavy regulation, and those are in the northeast of the United States. Okay, so in Texas, homeschools are considered private schools, and the required subjects are math, reading, spelling, grammar, and citizenship. So other optional classes are science and history. They're not legally required, but if your student wants to go to a college, for example, science and history would be required for the college. So you would want to include those in your student's high school experience um, for a transcript. So we include science and history simply because I personally think that it gives you a more well-rounded understanding of the world, and therefore it makes a better student and they're more prepared for life. So secondly, private school law says that you must use some form of written curriculum and online programs meet that requirement. So you have the freedom to use a textbook course or an online streaming course or any course or class that has written content. <clears throat> HSLDA website has all the information that you need to feel safe and confident in your choice to educate at home. They have the forms you can print out to give to a public school. They also have plenty of information videos that you can watch to learn. So I use HSLDA for lots of things. They have transcript forms there that you can get. You can download right from their website. Um, they have everything you need. So on the website of HSLDA, um, Homeschool Legal Defense Association, they have a statement that we emphatically agree with. It says that every child is unique. So children should learn in ways that meet their own individual needs. Children deserve the freedom to learn as an individual and grow in their learning as an individual. And we believe that parents want the best for their own children. Parents are the people who want the most good for their own children. <clears throat> and parent-led education gives you the freedom to tailor or personalize an education for a child so that they can realize their fullest potential. It gives you freedom to do what's best for your child, and they wouldn't be put into a pool of children who can all only do one certain thing. So the United States Department of Education has a specialized um, division called National Center for Education Statistics. <clears throat> I'm going to get some water real quick. Okay, so the Department of Education found that between 1999 and 2016, the number of homeschool students increased from 850,000 to 1.7 million. That was in 2016. But the most amazing part is that the number increased to 5 million homeschooling families by 2021. And that fact is that if 5 million U.S. parents could home educate their kids, so can you. Um, curiosity is the natural state. As a young child, they have a natural curiosity. And I've taught many children in preschool who were not my own children. They were at other schools. And all of these children were curious about the world. They were curious about nature, everything around them. Even the children that were in elementary school were curious 
um, as long as they were allowed to be, as long as they weren't restricted. And this is a natural motivation for learning in children. They are curious. So we have to free ourselves from the idea that learning looks one way and that teaching must only be done by certain people. Education is the greatest area where we need diversity and variety of ideas and diversity and variety of teachers. We are individuals. After all, we are not copies of each other. So why would our education look like we are copies of each other? A teacher is a person who shapes a mind and they help another person grasp and understand important ideas. And that can be a parent. It can be a tutor. It can be a mentor. We have to be done with the idea that getting a college degree means that you are now magically able to do something. We are born with specific ability, innate ability, which is our purpose. We are born with that. So if someone wants a college degree, that's great. Go for it. But if they want to use their innate gifting to pursue life as an entrepreneur, I applaud that. We wear clothing that suits our individuality, that makes us feel like who we are on the inside is on the outside. We eat food that satisfies individual appetites. We don't all eat the same thing. We read books. We watch TV shows that cater to our individual preferences. We choose a doctor that we like. We choose a hairstylist that we like. We choose a place of worship that teaches our children what we believe to be true. We don't think like the rest of the population in our town. Therefore, we should not be teaching our children like the beliefs of everyone else. We are individuals. The education for the child should reflect the beliefs that we want to instill and pass down to them. And their learning should be based upon worldview concepts, which in fact, all education is a worldview concept. That leads to the question, whose worldview is being taught to your children in the public school system? Let me ask that again. Whose worldview is being taught to your children in the public school system? The answer might surprise you. More on that on the next podcast on Parent-Led Education Part 2. Until then, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And until next time, take care and God bless. 